Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hello and welcome to Wining, the wine and beer podcast, where I, Josh, bring a beer to the table and my friend Sean across the way brings a wine to the table and we compete to see which one uh, is best, really. At the end of the podcast, we will decide who has succeeded and who has failed. Across the way makes it sound like I live in the opposite shire. Well, I, get this, have applied for a job across an ocean. So maybe we will be doing this multinationally soon. That may why have you why are you just telling me this now? It makes me sad. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get it. It's just speculation. <laughs> Josh is staying here probably. Anyway, uh this is whining. <laughs> so, oh, Sean looks he's got sad eyes. Um that's absolutely fine. Uh let's get on with the podcast. So shall I open this or... Well, somebody needs to. Okay, here I go. <clears throat> so, listeners, Josh is grasping the bottle. Is he clamping it between his thighs or is he just resting it on his leg? Oh, he's, he's looking for a pull tab at the top of the bottle to see if he can pull the foil off. Now he's using the cork as a... Well, the corkscrew to pierce the top of the bottle and is peeling the foil off very oh, abstract hang on, hang on, way of hang on, hang on, doing it. This is a stupid bottle. It's, it's stupid. It's just a normal bottle, mate. It's not a normal bottle. I've opened normal bottles before. This one is about twice as tall as a normal bottle. So that imagine that listener. It's the size of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson but in bottle form <laughs> and only in height. He's quite a wide man. It was a bad analogy. But it's a, it's under a, pressure right now. It's a slender bottle. It's not a slender bottle. Well, it is a slender bottle. I'm arguing my own point. It. This is stupid. I think I can get it from here. Like, oh, yeah, I think you're nearly there. You just need to you need to actually remove the. At, at this point of time, the cork has stayed still. There is no removal of cork as of yet. Okay, twisting. Josh has received, well, achieved full penetration. <laughs> And it's out. I'm done. Lovely. Okay, so today what are we drinking, Sean? Um, so this is a Riesling um, from Alsace. Uh, oh, is that where the Alsatians come from? What, the people or the dogs? The dogs. 
I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, it's, I only know that because it's in an advert at the moment for, I think... <laughs> Probably Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yes, it is Cronenberg. Alongside, what's his name? Um, <sighs> Who cares? Footballer. We shouldn't advertise alcohol. <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> the whole theme of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, only good stuff. Uh, so that's what we're drinking wine-wise. What we're drinking today, beer-wise, is a Bath Ales Barnsey, which is their dark bitter. I'm trying to do some different things from Pale Ales because we've had a lot of them recently. Uh, gonna start looking at stouts as well, you know. Just, oh, delicious! Uh, I had a stout yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, go down the go down the, the darker end of the spectrum. Um, you know, I'm like danger is my middle name, as long as it's planned, organised, and fundamentally in short. Then it's not really dangerous, is it? Well, you can. It's like going on a roller coaster. It simulates danger, but you're probably fine. Um, yeah. So this is whining. Uh, those are the uh, the drinks we'll be competing to impress the other with. So at the end of the podcast. We'll decide which one we preferred the challenges throughout to try and get the other one to prefer our very own drink. What's occurring? What's occurring? Yeah, I decided to go a little bit yeah, that's fine. late late noughties. Hey, you know what? You you improvise. You yeah. improvise as much as you like. But do jot them down in an, e- in an email before you do improvise and let me know. I will. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll st- no, no, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so what's occurring? Not much. Went home this weekend for Mother's Day. Was that Josh bought his mum a card and a set of flowers and went down on the on the train? Yeah, he's a great guy. Wow, that is the holy trinity of Mother's Day. It's all you can do. Train, flowers, card. You can't do more than that. You literally cannot. You can't. Um, so, uh, largely all good you know standard weekend arguing with my brother about his probably legal business he's starting up <laughs> um you know chatting to my dad playing badminton in the garden Ooh. niece and nephews like hanging out oh it, it sounds lovely it was a really nice one it sounds quite pleasurable yeah but i found out something that i haven't known for the last 26 years my whole life right okay Is, so what, what does this involve so for the last the last well my whole life I have thought that my parents were married. Right. My parents aren't and never were married. Are you serious? And I found out this weekend. Wow. How mad is that? Did were they... So my parents are separated now, but like that was about three or four years ago. Before that, just assumed married. I can even, in my mind, remember my mum saying about how bad her wedding reception was and moaning at my dad about it. Really? About him cheaping Maybe... out on a wedding reception. Well, he che- cheaped out a lot and just didn't have one. Didn't, have, didn't even have one. No wonder she was moaning. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Unless it, was, unless it was like they did that thing that some people do is where you have the party. Like you were saying you wanted to do. Have, just to have a big party, invite a load of friends. I don't think that was it because I asked my mum about this in the car. and Which is where the conversation took place. I didn't take her out in the car to... Mum, I need to have a sit down. This is quite a big shock. Can you go into the car with me? <laughs> go for a drive. Let's calm down. Uh, no, we were just there anyway. And completely sprung it upon me. And I asked her about it. She's like, no, we didn't, we didn't have anything. We haven't been married and we never were. Wow. Like, what do you do with that? It doesn't really change anything. They're separated anyway. I don't really care. But it was just such a weird thing to find out. And all my brothers knew. And you did, you're the only one who I'm didn't know? I'm the only know. one who didn't know. How long have your brothers known for? All of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Did you just assume that they were married and nobody yeah. corrected no, you? No, yeah, that's essentially it. I'm <laughs> I'm a 20th century traditionalist <laughs> and I didn't even know it. Uh, I just assumed they were together and married. A man and a woman have children, therefore they must be married. I'm a bastard, Sean. You, yes, I, you are. <laughs> I'm an 
and I didn't even know it. I well, mean, some of us did, mate. A lot of people shouted at me, like, often around my teen years, they'd shout it from their mopeds. And, you know, but that's fine. And punch you until you fell. Someone did punch me. I remember. I do, yes. Yeah, yeah hence the reference. Little, a sub-story here. Um, I, <laughs> I, so I pulled on some new trainers and went out to meet Sean and my friends. Uh, I must have been 15 at this time. And I was crossing the road in this tiny, quiet village we live in. And a uh, moped stops in the middle of the road. I'm like, maybe they need to know the time. <laughs> I don't know why. So I, I just walk up to him, just socks me in the jaw. He didn't knock me over, actually. He didn't really hurt that much. And he just drove off. I was kind of in shock. And the only thing I could fathom it was because, because I had new trainers and he was jealous. <laughs> I had you brown Adidas. <laughs> oh, you, oh, look at those lovely new Adidas. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember making Take that. I never remember making enemies, but I don't remember that my parents were married or weren't well, married. Maybe so you thought are. that you were going to attack him. How You've never fully no. explained this story. How quickly did you approach him and how menacing was your stance? You could have just... No, it was kind of like... It you was have a, quite an intimidating No, it was, only, it was only a step. Like, why did he stop the moped? He would have just driven on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, he, he was after me. And he must have known it's because I was going to go on to do a privately funded podcast with my friend Sean, and he was never going to be able to do that. Jealousy. Um, I'd, I'd be jealous. That's pretty much an Alan Partridge story, story there, isn't it? There's, there's, no, there's no gold to be gleaned from that. But it happened, so we can't escape the truth. Um, anyway, um, yeah. How weird is that? That's, in, that's intense. I didn't know what to do with it, because it doesn't really change anything. It doesn't really matter. It's just my whole perception's been slightly off. Just whenever you look back on a family memory is going to be slightly different now yeah i don't really care i don't want to get married myself i don't really believe in it um well that's why just a, good, a weird little flip to have you know i don't know what to do i'm gonna warp your perspe- perception of your entire life what else has not been true do you think i should marry someone to make up for it what are you proposing to me do you want to get married uh, not right now mate <laughs> fine um just wondering how i can fix this anyway that was my weekend it was a weird one uh, i'm still kind of confusing it still reeling there is no it. funny out of this i'm still just like oh <laughs> i think it's all fine isn't it it's all fine it's mostly fine it's largely fine um you've how... just been lied to for 26 years by your parents it's, it's, it's mostly fine it's, uh josh probably wasn't engaging with the family enough instead he's up in his bedroom playing smith songs much as i still do now and not listening to <laughs> nothing anything has changed and taking... <laughs> i really haven't got any better i know nothing of what's going on around me and i still play smith songs off my bedroom um sean what have you been up to uh so pretty Similar, Usual, you yeah. your parents weren't married as well. Yeah, but big, big family secrets. No, I went, went to see the, um, didn't go to see my mum on Mother's Day, went to go see uh, my girlfriend's mum. Different, isn't it? It is. Did it you is. get her a treat? Uh, yes, I bought her a bottle of wine. A Polaroid of her daughter naked? <laughs> no, that would not have gone down well. No, of course not. No, we went to go down, uh, my, my girlfriend also got her mum the holy trinity of Mother's Day. Train, flowers, card. What else? You, you know, they don't want anything else. That's all mums need. All purchased from the train station. Train ticket. I wouldn't buy my flowers from the train station. Overheads uh, put into the price. I have just realised that um, my girlfriend's sister listens avidly to the podcast. And no, those flowers were not bought from the train station. That was uh, that was a funny joke. She's not going to ah, care. Who's going to care ah, about that? She might, she might tell her, her mum. 
Yeah, that's true. And then Jenny will be in hot water. My brother asked me to buy his Mother's Day card for him this uh, this weekend because he always gets up at about 3pm, <laughs> so he never has time to do it. So I bought him, it was a three foot high card that said, <laughs> you're the best mummy in the world, love your special little boy. Oh, that's and fantastic. Had, yeah, he hated it. Um, anyway, hey Jenny's sister, um, shout out, should we do shout outs? Let's do a shout out, yeah. Shout out to Jenny's sister. Shout out to Becky. Who else might be listening? Um, shout out to Alan it- Yentop, could be listening. Old BBC executive. Um, shout out to... Cher. Cher, yes. What if Cher's listening? She's got a lot of time on her hands, so she might be. Anyway, you were you mid story or not? Um, no, but went went down to and oh, it was Jenny's birthday at the weekend as well. Um, Ooh, I forgot that, that seems one. Seems like it should have come before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to an, a we went to uh, a restaurant, well, a pop up restaurant called Wasted. Of course, you did. And it was food all made out of waste products, which was really interesting. <sighs> God, it's, it's like great. Literally watching an episode of Chef's Table or Portland. Do you want to? Do you want to? See, do you want to see a picture of? No, uh, I of don't. One of our courses. Well, I don't know um, how because I'm going to have to describe it to people. I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be quite easy to describe. What do you take, mean by take, waste take, products? Anyway, take a look at that. Oh my! Oh, that looks so just. Dis- it's a cod's head. That is foul. We'll put this up on the on the Instagram, the whining Instagram. Um, so if you do want to find out about this, uh, at whining pod is the Instagram um, handle. And it, it looks like a cooked fish head and it looks absolutely disgusting. It is. That's after we've eaten all of the contents of the head. Um, I ate the tongue as well. The tongue's quite delicious. So we How much the cheap... is this? Dollar? The it tongue... sounds like dollar. Um, they charge about £15 per course. So you could have had a, a a chain burger, a burger from a chain restaurant. Yeah, they do a burger as well, made out of the pressings or the off off pressings of making juices, so beetroot and carrot juice, uh, and they press it together into a into a patty and make a burger out of it. It was quite delicious. It was quite good. You are the barrier that stops humble people like I coming to this podcast. Now yeah. listen to that story and think. Sean's a posh maniac. No, it's great because it's by waste. it's but it's by uh, a well one of the best chefs in America, a chef called Dan Barber, and he's big on reusing waste produce and cutting the waste down in his restaurant. He's invited a load of um, top London chefs and British chefs to do like guest stints in the pop up as well. So like once every night they do like a different guest chef, and it's great because it's opened the eyes of the London restaurant industry to using. And creating less waste and using the waste products within your kitchen and not having as much waste from food was so much well, that, food that, is thrown away. Yeah, that is good. And that's the it, that's taking it to the extreme, and that's the whole point of this pop up restaurant is to take that concept to the extreme. But it opens your eyes and opens up a conversation to be had about Maybe how much waste mind, is mate. in the it's restaurant industry. <laughs> and it was actually it was actually some of the best food I've ever eaten, and it was all made out of waste products. So that's not pretty, true. I once good. made you uh, carbonara before you, we started the podcast. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You never made me a carbonara. Early days, carbonara. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I don't remember that. You don't remember that, but you remember your weird rubbish dinner. <laughs> Literally rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great days. Yeah. That was good. Apart from that, went to the cinema today. Yeah. That was good. Saw Power Rangers. All right. We're running over. Let's just do a rating and a three-word review. Um, good. Not enough nostalgia. That's um, more... Do you know what three words means? <laughs> Not three <laughs> statements. Um, can I make it four words? Fine. 
Go Go Power Rangers. That's my review. Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine all the time What's your new jingle there? Uh, well, not new. We just thought... That... Repurposed. Recycled. Which... We are now reusing waste products. We are. But not that that was a waste product. Matt, it was fantastic. We don't, we weren't going to... It's like reusing a diamond. Like reshelling a diamond onto a brand new ring. It is indeed. And this ring is a regular feature on a wine and beer podcast. Um... <laughs> Yeah, basically, uh, Matt recorded that for Wine News, but it just fitted better here, because this is the time for wine. Yeah, uh, and is, I'm feeling fine. This is the wine cell. This is when Sean tries to impress me with his wine. Sean, take it away. Um, so, we are in Alsace, Josh. No, we're not, Sean. We're in Greenwich. Great. We are in Alsace, so in the northeast of France, uh, on the border day, with when you wanna, Germany. When you want to put more effort into these, these cells, if you had brought me an Alsatian puppy... To stroke while I did this, I'd let you win. <laughs> so there's a little thought for the future. Um, Bring me regional regional dogs of the where the wine's from, and you'll probably win. Josh, a dog is for life, not just for a podcast. That's not true. It literally, is true. It, if you don't own the dog, you can borrow it for a podcast. That's okay. Loud. Well, am I going to borrow a dog? It's not a puppy rental service. There literally, I is think there is. My doggy. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Alsace, northeast of France. Um, so on the border with Germany, um, it's a region that switched um, ownership between France and Germany yes, quite a few times over the years. And so Alsatian is called a German Shepherd. Mm, which is... Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Is it just the noise that I made? Um, so um, hence why the wine we're drinking is in this long slender bottle, which is a very Germanic style of bottle, uh, and why in, in, in this region, in Alsace, they plant a lot of German varietals, Riesling, Gewürztraminer, etc. Um, so we have here um, a Riesling um, from um, Ville de Colmar, um, uh, Clos Saint-Jacques 2014. So um, Ville de Colmar is a uh, cooperative of smaller producers um, that get together and sell their wines under one bracket. It's essentially farmers getting together and selling their products. Under the easier. same brand name? No, it's, it's not a brand. Yes, if you like. It makes it easier. Yeah. Um, so this is from Clos Saint Jacques, which is a, a, re, a ten hectare vineyard just outside of Colmar. So that's in the slightly more southerly uh, region of Alsace itself. And this is one hundred percent Riesling, um, which is possibly one of my favourite grape varieties of all time. It's up, up there with the king of white grape varieties, that and Chardonnay. Let's not get racist about grape varieties. Um... Shall we have a tasting? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It smells a little bit uh, like syrupy apple juice sort of thing. Yeah, it's quite ripe. Um, Alsace as a region has is actually one of the sunniest regions in France. So it gets a lot of daylight hours, but still has quite a cool climate. So it's great for great varieties like it's Riesling. A tart, that, maybe. Um, 2014 was a vintage, which was quite cool, which means the acidity is quite high. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's it's quite well balanced. I mean, the fruit's quite ripe on the nose. It's very. Classic Riesling, it's got that kind of like ripe green apple, it's slightly exotic. Um, on the palate. Which means mouth. There's the perhaps, mouth, there's the, perhaps hole, the face hole. That's what there's the perhaps means. a little bit more grapefruit um, and maybe a little touch of kind of like underripe apricot. And I think that's just the hallmark of the vintage, which is quite cool. Um, Riesling can, depending on how warm or late into the uh, year the grapes are picked, develop quite ripe quite aromatic characteristics 
um, kind of peach, apricot. It's a big one with Riesling, kind of uh, lemongrass and kind of lemon curd as well. Um, but I think it's a very typical Elsass Riesling. Um, I think it's quite nice. Yeah, it's, it's really good, actually. Uh, we have a competition on our hands, which isn't always the case. Sometimes we know straight away. Uh, but no, it's, it's really lovely, actually. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's, you know, it's pretty delicious, isn't it? Yeah. Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine all the time with Sean Okay, Sean, you may have noticed you were hungover last week uh, I didn't notice You were... Uh, yeah. I thought I was still the consummate professional And pulled off, quite frankly, a blinder of a show You are good at pulling things off, but not <laughs> this, my friend Was that? That was a masturbation joke Okay Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it was so thinly, but it was so delicate that I, ne- I nearly missed it. Uh, yeah, there was there were some reviews. And I thought we'd play a game. Just to, you know, because I think it's good to give people positive feedback. Yep. It's also good to let them know when they've done a terrible job. Because <laughs> okay. then they won't do it again. <laughs> so, you did a bad job last week, Sean. I, I, it was bad. No, it was bad. And I, it was bad. And I thought what we could play... You could play... try doing a podcast over, uh, after three hours of sleep. Exactly, I wouldn't. Uh, so, here is a little game. The game is... Is this a review of Sean's performance hungover last week on the Whining Podcast? Or a statement about Donald Trump? Why Trump? Why always Trump? Why do people... He is the worst person why in the do, world. Why do people liken me to well, Trump all the time? Worse, actually, but... <laughs> it's not we're not likening you it to seems Trump. Like a recurring it's feature. just you tried to put a hole in whining and the people have spoken. They didn't like it. So, Good. I'm glad people want us to succeed. Making this podcast less than it could be means that you are as bad as a man like Donald Trump. In the eyes of the people I've spoken to. So here's the game. So, I'm glad they're so passionate about our podcast, but uh here we go. Here's number one. A deeply stupid person, a crude, nasty, bloviating man. That's got to be Trump. That was about Donald Trump. Um, A deflated football. 
<laughs> that sounds like me. No, that was Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, where are we? That's how I felt. I've got quite. A, I've got quite a range of things. That's here. how I felt on Sunday, like a deflated football. By the way, a carnivorous plant watered with irradiated bat urine. Oh, I'm going to say me. No, that was Donald Trump as well. Oh, okay. It just sounded so like out there. No, here we go. Um, a brain damaged baboon. Mm. Got to be me. No, that was Donald Trump as well. Oh, okay. Are you just are you just backing? Are these all about Trump? And you're just getting me to. <laughs> to, to be honest, we only have one review about you, and it said uh, Sean seemed a bit sleepy. <laughs> and that's enough. Uh, that is Sean's jingle for a new feature, which now that we're broadcasting, we're gonna we're gonna start doing. It's called Ask Sean. Sean is a sommelier. Sean is a restaurant manager. He knows loads about alcohol. So we're sort of gonna be opening up. We won't do it every week, maybe, but we'll open up the the mail sacks. <laughs> We'll ask people to shout out their Windows questions. No, we can actually do something better than that now. Um, for any other questions, please do just scream out your Windows as per usual to get in touch with the show. But if you want to ask Sean anything, tweet us um, at WhiningPod and uh, we will answer it on the show. Anything you want to know about alcohol, anything you want to know about beer, um, I'll be answer- asking some of my own questions um, in Ask Sean. So shall I get going? Please proceed. Sean... What can I do about good tequila, and how should I drink it? Uh, just neat, mate. Just drink it neat. Delicious. What, Jose Cuervo? Um, maybe go a bit higher up than that. Maybe what should just, I be looking just, for? Maybe just take what that. should I be looking maybe for maybe in a tequila? Maybe just take Jose Cuervo through the eye. Um, you're looking for 100% agave in, in tequila. Right. Um, so agave is the name of the, the succulent, or kind of um, what makes tequila. Um, so you want it to be 100% agave and not made from anything else. Okay. That's, that's where all the deliciousness comes from. Brilliant. It's um, basically like asking for a wine that's made out of 100% grapes. Right, okay. Um, Sean, why does mass-produced lager taste worse than batch-produced lager? It's like it's like anything. You produce it on a larger scale, you sacrifice some quality. Okay. Um, Sean, what's your favourite type of red wine? That's a very difficult question. Um, I think... Um, Would it help if I put you in a certain scenario and you want to pick a right wine for that scenario? No, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> what? Just trying to help. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Northern Rhone Syrah uh, mm. if I have to pick any you- particular style. Um, one of my favourite wines I've ever, ever enjoyed was um, a bottle of 1990 Hermitage by Guigal. Um, one of I had that on my birthday. Oh, lovely. And it was 90 is my birth year. Guigal is one of the best producers in the in the Rhone Valley in the southeast of France and it was fantastic. Sean, without naming anyone anyone else's name because I don't want to embarrass anyone. Uh, have you ever had anyone drink alcohol out of your belly button and whom? Uh, and what was it, sorry, the alcohol? Um, it was Ruinard Blanc de Blanc Champagne. Mm-hmm. And it was you. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, Sean, uh, do you think you'll be with your girlfriend forever? <laughs> it's not just about alcohol, I've decided. You can ask Sean anything. I'm not answering such personal questions, Josh. Well, that sounds like a maybe. Um, Sean... <laughs> He's gone red. That'll be 
That'll be the wine, my friend. Uh, Sean, um, who's your favourite parent? I don't have a favourite parent, but if I had to pick, I'd say my dad. There you go. Okay, so you pick. I would not defend my dad live on, live on the podcast. Okay. Sean. <laughs> it's not what it is. Well, this is Ask Sean. You have I, to be honest. I, yeah, I'm, I haven't got a favourite parent. Okay. Um, and last, last question for today. Um, Sean, if you could sock one TV presenter in the jaw, whom would it be? Have you done TV? Uh, no. Oh. I have been on TV, but not as a presenter. Oxfordshire News talking about seatbelt safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Stephen Mulhern. Oh, Mulhern's all right, but okay, fine. Granted, uh, that is Ask Sean. If you want to ask Sean a question about alcohol or indeed anything... Hang on. I would punch Deck and he fell back onto Ant. Oh, Ant and Deck are all right. Leave him be. They're just trying to make people happy. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you do want to ask Sean anything, at WhiningPod on Twitter, and he will answer. It doesn't have to be about wine, we found out. <laughs> we thought it would at the beginning, doesn't Please make it about alcohol in general. Nope, doesn't need to be. I really, really want you in my mouth From then on there, roll, we'll head on further south Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh, it's wine Drinking, it's fine Okay, then it's time, Sean, for when I try and impress you with my beer. Are you ready for this? I'm not sure. Okay, well, normally I will tell some sort of elaborate story. This week is a little bit different. Is it because I've run out of steam? Hmm. Um, No, maybe not. I've got something, though. I've got something that I think will make you want a beer. An experience, and at the end of it, you'll want want a drink. Can I stay seated? You can indeed, pardon me. Then that's all I'm after. Okay, okay, so I'm going to email Sean something. You just have to read this thing. Some of it's blurred. Just read the bit that's not blurred. And read it aloud into the microphone. Do you promise... I have to read the bit that's not blurred? Yeah, it's, it's okay. fine. You'll see when it comes over. Do you promise me you'll do this? I, I promise that I will do this, Josh. Right, okay. The item Gmail is away, and it will be with you. Here we go. One new short. email from Josh Diffney. Open the attachment and read the bit, thing. please. Are you making me read this? Read this out. I'm starting on the left, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (sighs) Um, Described as an indie reggae rock trio, Racing Green are a mismatch of influences that unfortunately translates that way on their eight-track CD. Castle Avenue is unconfident for the first few tracks and suffers from from a... a lack mem- I'm assuming that means lack of memorable choruses. Yes, it was misspelled. That will have you singing long after the CD stops playing on the stereo. That was a two-star review. Um, Bottle Blonde is the most disappointing song, but things pick up by the time It's Lost kicks in and it gives Racing Green an opportunity to show what they're really made of. So, Sean, <laughs> you've, ex- ex- you've... explain that. Right, so this is a, a review um, in the Bournemouth Echo yep. um, of the bands that you and I were in um, when we were 15, 16. And uh, it's, as you can hear, it's not a very good review, uh, both in uh, content and kind of gr- and from a grammatical standpoint as well, and punctuation. It was very difficult to read. I don't know where, she, where this woman gets off. Um, berating us when she can barely string a sentence well, together. Well, the thing is, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for the reviewer because we sent off the CD in this uh, in this band we were in, and 
and initially nothing happened there was no review for mm. the next three or four weeks and then i chased her and chased her and chased her about this, review yeah. it took about six months of chasing her to please review the cd and then she thought yeah okay then i will fine <laughs> and here's what i thought and that is what she thought so you've just plugged in your phone and now i'm worried so can you reread the bit about bottle blonde <laughs> bottle blonde is the most disappointing song yes um who wrote bottle blonde um that was me and here we are for the dear listener the good thing about this is um i've I've tracked down the song and (laughs) it's not easy to track down either because i've tried to track it down it's hard Um... (laughs) i think you might want to drink after it but let's have a listen i think everyone listening is going to want to drink afterwards we can play all of it as well because we have the rights to it we own everything (laughs) oh god this isn't, this is fine. Oh, it's horribly out of time, isn't it? A little bit, we can't wait for this. No, unfortunately, we didn't know what you meant, Sean. Um, Peroxide Queen, know what I mean? No, 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 no. Um, I th- I think it. We may play that in uh, the more of it at a later date. I I got... think that the riff had uh, had grounds. My yes, admittedly, my my teenage singing was ropey, um, but it it I get I I gave it a red hot go. Okay, well, do you want a sip of your beer? Um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So some good news has come in, Sean, from the whining news desk. I'm... Uh, which I, is essentially a, a notice board. In, is anything good news? I'm still reading from that, from your beer cell, pulling up that. Well, I thought I needed to make you want to have a beer more than anything in the world. I'm now eyeing up that bottle of Talisker you've got in the corner, mate. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe later. Um, and if you do want to hear more of Sean's... Um, I don't think Sean's anybody Sean's song, Bottle does. Blonde, please do get in touch through the normal routes of screaming out your window. I was young. I didn't know any better no i know you weren't i know you were uh but and that's why we can look at it now and laugh although you're not doing much laughing I, uh, mostly cringing funny. yeah um so uh, i just want to tell you quickly about a new thing that has been uh discovered by aston university in birmingham you may have heard of the three second rule the five second rule where you drop an item on the floor you've got a set amount of time you can pick it up yes and it's still safe to eat well apparently it's longer than we thought this university study says that it could actually be 30 minutes 30 minutes if you can leave some like food on the floor you can have it for 30 minutes and i think this is great news for me because very it does say dry food so but i mean who's no one's spilling milk on the floor and expecting yeah i think a part of the the story if it's like wet food cereal probably just throw away well if it's dry if it's just without the milk it's fine isn't it yeah yeah absolutely it depends how dirty your floor is as well doesn't it really I don't know if that. If you drop it on the, if it. you drop it on the floor in, the, in your bathroom, I'd get rid of it fairly soon. Not entirely sure, uh, but so thirty minutes is the rule. Apparently, that's just how long it takes germs to transfer. That sort of thing. Eating a sausage roll in the John. Maybe yeah. don't go back to it. Maybe not. But <laughs> a horrible thought. <laughs> It'd be a Greg's as well. Yeah, well, I like Greg's. Mm. Um, anyway, this is good news for me because about two weeks ago, I came back. 
and came back from where uh it just an event right and i was a little bit sleepy and boozed <laughs> Uh, there was free alcohol there, and when there's free alcohol, I still have the student mentality of I need to get as much of this get as possible, as drunk as possible, because it's free. Not even to get as much, not even to get as drunk as possible. Just get as much down it as po- like get your money's worth. Well, you have nothing, paid, yeah, so exactly. So I was, I was steamed. I almost fell asleep on the bus. Came in. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be the big man here. I'm not going to go and get a takeaway pizza and spend loads of money. I'm going to put on a frozen pizza. So I did. I waited the 40 minutes for it to cook from Frozen. And you know when you're starving and you've yeah. got that, that hunger that sort of rile, like riles in your belly and you can't wait to get it down you. And you're like, it's ready. It's golden. I open the door. Perfect. The steam's coming off. It looks like a beautiful pizza. I pull it out. It just burns the tip of my finger. So I'm like, fine, I'll pop it on the oven door while I go and get a better oven glove to take it with because I I need to get this. So I pop it on the oven door. The oven has recently changed and the oven door now faces down. My pizza smashed down onto the floor face first, topping down on the floor. Oh, no. Now, normally, normal Josh would say, no, (laughs) no. That pizza is a bad pizza. Uh, I decided, though, in my slightly drunken way, that a rinse off would be fine. How, how do you feel about that? You rinsed your pizza. I rinsed an oven pizza. You <laughs> under the tap <laughs> because that's that's how you get rid of like if you drop a lolly like a chuffer chuff on the you floor. Rinsed you rinsed the frozen pizza. Did you eat it afterwards? Yeah, you rinsed I it ate all under of it, the tap. and I didn't get a, I didn't get ill or anything. Well, so I, 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 I'm sure it wasn't on the floor for thirty minutes, so you'd have been fine. It wasn't it was on for thirty than, minutes. It's, it's it more, wasn't on for two it, minutes while I contemplated it. It's more the fact that you just. It would have rinsed off the majority of the topping and it would have gone It all stayed. Soggy. It all stayed. I rinsed uh, it off quickly. Wow. That's all right, isn't it? Rinsing off a pizza. Oh, I don't... Oh, mate, what kind of a state were you in? Ain't bad, but, you yeah, know... Yeah, it must have been. No, it's, I'd, I'd do it again. Sober. <laughs> I'll do it now. All right, then. Watch me eat this pizza <laughs> off the floor. And it's time for wine news. Are you ready, Josh? Well, as ready as I always am. Right. Okay. Can we make it under four minutes? I. Oh, your guess is as good as mine, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, first story: news just in, hot off the press. Um, why the perfect bottle of wine will cost you a tenner? Former Waitrose boss says amounts is where quality and price best met meet. I don't think that sentence met, uh, made much sense. What's going on here? Uh, right, so Mark Price, um, who's the old boss of Waitrose, says that £10 is the sweet spot where quality and price meet. He says the value of wine per glass is 47 pence in a bottle bought for £5, but in the £10 bottle, the quality increases by six times to just under £3 per glass. And apparently more than half of Britons would not pay more than £6 per bottle with only about 7% spending £10 or more per bottle. Yeah. Um, I think I've said this on the show before, but there's a lot of fixed costs involved with bottles of, when buying a bottle of wine. And when you spend more, the price goes up exponentially. And when you spend £10, that's where you hit that kind of ideal balance between quality, cost, price, and value. 
you all can't see the dance that I was doing to go alongside that, but it was it was quite the treat for Josh. Um, right, you ready for the next story? Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Cook's waist. Oh, Captain Cook's wine-stained waistcoat fails to find buyer. Well, it would. Yeah, a 250-year-old silk waistcoat was offered by Oldler's Auctions at the weekend and was passed in at 575,000 Australian dollars. This is basically not a wine story, but carry on. It is. It's covered in... It's a It's a waistcoat covered in wine. Um, so the wine stains are more recent than uh, the 250... So it's not even Cook's own wine stains? No. Um... It remains well. The waistcoat remains in the in his family until the 1880s. Uh, it was then sold in 1912, and it was given to an Australian pianist. Um, and I think he stained it, so it's not even stained by Captain Cook. So I thought it was. And that's the end of that story. Cool chat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Next story, please. Um, last one. Right. Yeah. Last one. Um, so. Um, Italian police arrest suspect in Operation Wine and Cheese. Sounds like an Italian tale. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a part of Operation Wine and Cheese uh, is, is seeking to tackle a string of thefts that have been estimated at a value of 100,000 euros um, of fine wine and 168 wheels of Parmesan cheese worth around 80,000 euros. A lot of cheese or some very expensive cheese. Yeah, well, um, officers have been investigating an organised crime ring in and around Modena and believe that a fixer with insider information on local farms has been orchestrating the thefts. How do you feel about this, Josh? Modena is where they test Ferraris, I think. It is indeed, yeah. It's where great wine, great cheese and great cars come from, mate. It's all things... It's, it's, it's the... Um, it's the... It, it's the crux of Italian essence. Wine, cheese, Ferraris. Uh, the best restaurant in the world is in Modena as well. Well, just near. Are we done? I think so, yeah. Great. That's wine news. Okay, well, it has reached that time, the end of the podcast. Time has found us, John. Wine news is over. And Sorry, it's just, I love that, I love that bed. It just gets in my head. Okay, well, the, uh, the time has come where we have to decide whose drink was best. Well, today we've had a Bath Ales Barnsey, which is a dark bitter. Um, and Sean, what was the wine? Um, it was uh, a Riesling, uh, Close on Jacques by Domaine de la Ville de Colmar. 2014 was the vintage. Oh, cheers. Uh, behind the scenes today, both drinks have been very well received. Moderately well received, yes. Broadly well, broadly speaking. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed beer. It's delicious. It's dark. It's malty. It's rich. Um, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a cold, chilly, overcast day. It's kind of what you want, really. Whereas the wine, refreshing. Packs a punch in terms of flavour good reasoning what are you going to choose what is going to be your vote uh, I, oh, it's a toughie for me this week genuinely genuinely torn I don't know which to pick I think I'm going to go with the beer I too am going to go for the beer the Bath Ales Barnsley takes it it was a lovely reasoning in many ways it was the day and the weather that made us both pick that one yeah I think so 
Um, and so what we've decided on this podcast is in the future, not all the time, but on certain occasions, we will theme podcasts and we'll have to choose a drink to suit certain occasions. Uh, but um, it, it kind of factors into a lot of things, doesn't it? It like does. You wouldn't That's wanna, the thing. You it's wouldn't quite... want to drink a white Russian on a hot Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, no, you would not. No. No, uh, no it does. Um, kind of the mood you're in, what you're doing, it in- all, always influences your beverage choice. So we're going to be going into that more, but today the Bath Ales Barnsley has won, as have I. Sean, thank you very much. You're welcome, Josh. It's... I don't know why I thank you. You're I don't... I wouldn't say it's okay, been a that's pleasure. A, okay, make sure you like uh, and subscribe, and we'll see you again next week. Don't touch that dial. There isn't one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.